It is Pro Group Racing. It's show us your tips. Dag and Beaver with you. Look towards the last Group 1 of the season, the Tats Tiara from Eagle Farm. And two full cards from Randwick and Caulfield. Two nice thick cards, actually, Beaver. Plenty of uh, opportunity to hopefully make a bit of money. Uh, as you've been doing quite well lately, you had nice, another nice return yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good results yesterday. A um, couple of, I think, the the Brizzy tips. I said put the first one all on to the next one, and you would have got the chockies there and some, some good wins all around the country. So um, nice result. Let's hope it keeps rolling. Absolutely. Uh, nice work, as always. But we get to Randwick tomorrow, uh, where we should be on a, I'm saying a dead track, dead in the old, a good track. It's currently soft. Not too much uh, rain around, just the morning dew, I suspect. Uh, rail in the six-metre mark, probably don't want to be too far from the pace again. Uh, hoping you don't have to be stuck to the rail, but I think on pace will be no disadvantage. We kick off over the 1,400 metres with the highway. And how are you uh, going to kick off? You got anything for us here? Yeah, look, uh, you know I'm not a massive fan of the highways, but uh, number 13, Red Boulevard. Oh, okay. um, I think it'll be hard to beat. Is this in... Uh, hang on, I've just got to load my screen up. What colours is it wearing? It's wearing yellow and black. Ah, okay, righto. <laughs> yeah, tell me more. That's a bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Um, I think you know where I'm heading here. I do know. But, but uh, it was pretty good first up. Uh, at Tamworth, uh, just set off the pace, uh, was a well back favourite, uh, carried 60 and a half kilos there. So uh, gets a drop back here, freshened up with a trial um, a bit over a week ago and wasn't uh, wasn't really tested. I think uh, it can run well from gate 14 up on the pace and give us a good sight at juicy odds to start. Uh, nice. Surely boot scooters due to win one of these. I haven't... Yeah. Spent a great deal of time on it. Surely Boot Scooter's going to finish close to the money, so that might be a nice way to start the day between those two. Uh, race two, though, is a benchmark 72 over the mile, where I was pretty keen here on the chances of deficit, actually, who's the only, uh, well, at the moment, with Caesars Palace going no good, the only Saturday horse in the race. Uh, should map quite well from uh, gate five. Not a big field, not a great deal of uh, pace to be honest so I'm hoping can push up and be uh, fairly close to that pace and uh, with a bit of luck we should have been to finish alongside Niffler I'm saying that form stacks up quite well into this so uh, plenty of ticks here a lot of these are coming up in grade from uh, either midweek or provincial stuff and I think around the $3.70 mark I think it's a nice bet uh, what were your thoughts here? Yeah look I've gone for indifference here I think it's a progressive type uh, third up here, so uh, sets up nicely. It's won its first two. I thought it was pretty good at uh, Newcastle last start. Um, really finished off quite hard over the top of them. Um, gets a couple of uh, kilos off its back from that and gate eight suits. Um, as long as it doesn't get too far out of the ground, that's fine. But this is a pretty small field, so I think you can sit just off the pace and uh, prove hard to hold out. Beauty. Uh, the 1,100-metre midway is benchmark is race number three for the uh, benchmark 72 grade as always another nice deep field have you got anything here for us yeah look this is a pretty open field here i've gone for one at just around the double figure odds here in pandora blue yeah um it's, it's one four from 12 uh which i think is, is a pretty good strike rate for this um it's been mixed form this preparation but it uh, goes well over this distance all four wins have been over this distance um, but only finished three lengths behind Siege last start at Randwick over the 1,000. And prior to that, went to Caulfield. 
um, and ran a really nice run um, sitting on the pace. Uh, and then prior to that, led him up in the group two, won by Bella Nipotina. So um, I think it's it's form's good enough um, so far this preparation in, and this is definitely a winnable race um, given what it's been racing against. Yeah, I had a few looks at it myself uh, and definitely worthwhile thinking about because I was playing away from it in a tricky race. I was playing two at uh, big double figures. A uh, big win from Rifles at Canterbury last start uh, comes here off that and... Uh, I'm hoping we can run on map to just get that nice uh, swooping run again. Uh, and Sam Clipperton is probably the go-to jockey on the card, to be honest. So uh, again, around 20 to 1, I'm happy to find out. And Moralist uh, in the 30s was a similar thought for me. Trolls are okay. It comes to a, a race that uh, isn't full of superstars. And uh, I was happy to, to play right outside the market there. Conrad obviously sort of fits here, but it's just a horse. I've, I don't think I'm just done with the spruik on it. And... Um, avoiding it and uh, I, like I said Pandora Blue would have been next in line and, and maps quite well here. Race 4, benchmark 72 over the 1300 metres this time uh, a few of these again coming up from mid uh, from midweek stuff what are you doing here? Yeah look, good little race here yeah, it um, is. with a few horses the top 4 in the market or one last start but I really like the win of Poe Curry 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 my only concern is uh, where it gets to in the run and gets maybe a little too far back um, and gives a big start to Huesca. But I think it's got some really good um, upside here. Uh, flew home from an unsuitable track at Gosford over the 1,200 there um, and had a really big weight. Uh, so I think uh, it's certainly one of the hardest to beat and a good bet on the program. I've gone with Huesca just based on the map, as you suggested. Karen McAvoy going back from an inside gate, I'm thinking maybe uh, all the way back at some point. Uh, so we need to wrap up uh, what is an okay field because you got pretty wild to be in a similar spot uh, and was a nice win. But So I'm just uh, defaulting to Huesca, who's going to have a softish lead with uh, rolling up there with Dehorned Unicorn on its back uh, under Tim Clark. And uh, stable going well. It was a nice resumption too, and has plenty of upside. But all three of those, I think, are talented horses and can come here and run well. Uh, none would shock me. So, but just going with the leader based off the map for now. Race five over the eighteen hundred meters for the girls. Benchmark seventy eight is good race again. Uh, and the more I thought about it, the more I'm going to stick with the last start winner, Combella Fee. Uh, I went looking for, obviously, Niffler. I decided that the, the lead-up race was the right form, and then watching it back, I thought it had all honours winning that race. It uh, peeled off Niffler's back and beat it. I think it gets the same, exactly the same run here and uh, can do the same under Reese Jones. So uh, it was on top for me, and I'll probably have something again or nothing sweet about me just for giving it nothing... It just didn't travel last time once it sort of got a bit uncomfortable with that horse went inside it. Went back and trialled since and won the trial, you know, quite easily. Comes here and gets control and you're getting about $10. So if you had a bet on it last time and didn't, uh, obviously weren't really given a shot, I think it might be a chance to get some of that back. But uh, they're the main two for me uh, just based off the current market. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, another got a good little race. A lot of these horses um, meeting each other again here. I'm going for flexible. Um, I think it's it can get the right run here. Uh, the extra 200 metres, I think, certainly plays into its favour. It's got 58 and a half on its back. So it's actually meeting a lot of these horses three or four kilos better 
than last start for around a three lengths. Um, I think as the distance get out, it's more suited to it um, than some of the others. And I think if the pace is on, and again, they can come down the middle of a track, uh, Flexible can be the knockout horse. Beautiful. Race six is the Stayers Cup on the card. Benchmark 90 over 2,600. Uh, and generally coming off a, what is it, nearly, oh, two weeks between runs, not too bad. But point is, uh, I had a feeling it was a bit, felt a bit longer than that. Uh, two and a half weeks it will be by then. But Shameless Miss is where I'm headed. Lightly raced, off a nice win, going quite well. And the rest of these I have had an absolute gut full of. Uh, was probably the only horse I set out to look for, and I found it. So on top for me, I think around the, I think you probably get the four dollars on the day, and um, as long as Tyler Schiller stays a distance with it, I think it is a fine bet here. Beaver, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I've gone for for Alakan, Alakahan. Uh, I think this is this is a very winnable race for it. I know it's got to give some of these horses a fair bit of pull in the weights, but Shameless Miss and the likes are. A midweek runners, Alakan has been racing in listed group three open, group one, group two, group three listed company. This preparation um, gets back here to um, a benchmark 90 race, uh, and it hadn't been disgraced in those runs. Like it ran uh, two lengths behind Spondiferous uh, in the group three at Eagle Farm, uh, third in the the listed last week, uh, less, you know, beaten ahead, uh, long neck. Um, Look, it's, it's got a little bit of class on these and should be winning this. Yeah, nice. Uh, the 1800 metre benchmark 88 kicks off the quaddy. Another staying race here. Uh, a few of your old favourites here. It's another Waller affair. What have you, who have you found on top? Yeah, really, really interesting market here. Um, and a lot of uh, horses in in play uh, with a with a good winning chance. I've just gone for Francesco Gardia, um, based off uh, again. I think it's the fresh horse on the scene here. Only had the two runs, went up to Eagle Farm, was backed heavily there, and duly saluted. Um, comes back here now, steps up here to the eighteen hundred meters from the fourteen hundred. Waller just sets these up beautifully and places these horses beautifully. And um, for that reason, I've got it on top. Um, with Borna King, um, obviously, was outstanding last start, but got all the favours and got the right run up the fence. Um, and that, this, this race is a little bit harder than that, so it can run well. But, I, I, you know, you can find reasons why Solar Apex can win and even Bethancourt improved last start and uh, stuck on very well. Yeah, absolutely. I I've got I found Born a King first, uh, but like you said, it, it well first of all, quick backup for Waller. Uh, Glenn's riding all right at the moment. Glenn's riding all right. Uh, comes here though, and we'll be back and wide. Uh, so, based off the map again, uh, when I did the form, I found Solar Apex. I was then completely disappointed that it's favourite, uh, but they were the two I started with, and I think Flexible, if it comes here, uh, fits this race quite well as well. Uh, I'm not sure. I assume it. I'm not sure which way it might go here, actually. But I'd rather back it in this race than the other one. Just uh, was opposing the Queensland form coming here a little bit, which is that what I've taken for the remainder of the card is quite a bit of this Eagle Farm stuff coming, coming back. Uh, but we'll go through that one. I'd run through the quaddy. The listed Civic Stakes is 1400 meter bench. Oh, listed race, of course. Uh, over the 14. 
Very tricky race, Beaver. Have you got a, a bet for us? Yeah, I've stuck with Battleton. Um, thought its run last start was very good in the group three up at Eagle Farm behind Kiss Sun, who absolutely brained him. Uh, they backed this horse um, and it was coming off some good run in a group three prior to that. Uh, comes back to this uh, field, uh, which is a very winnable race. Look, I think again, sets up nicely here. Uh, gate 12, hopefully comes in a couple, gets the right run and should be hard to beat. And hard to go past, looks like Elvis, your old mate. Um, last run was outstanding, sort of missed the kick, looked no chance and then absolutely uh, sprouted wings. It's it's a quality horse racing in pretty good company races. And uh, if it's on song, it'll be hard to beat. I end up putting on top again. Uh just like I said, went against all the stuff coming back from Queensland. Uh, it was, like you said, Mr. Start, rounded him up, won well. Will again be back, probably back in last from gate 17, but Keegan Latham's fine in these situations. And you'll probably get double figures on the day uh, for your trouble. So going to start there. Uh, and I'll have a spec on Tama here, the American horse, who I have no idea how that form lines up here. But around some American group racing. Uh, but I thought the trial was pretty good. Looks like a nice mover. Uh, it comes here and it's in the 20s. It'll just go in the quaddy in case it might be talented. Uh, Maria Me can half forgive last time. Gets Clippo uh, inside gate if the track's playing that way. But uh, a, a tricky race for the quaddy there. Race 9, the 1100 metres is next. Benchmark 78 where I was keen on the resuming conscript here. I thought trials were both good. Uh, it should roll across and get control of this. And there is a bit of a... Well, this is another midweek race, uh, to your point earlier, and this is midweek leading horse. Uh, it f should roll forward, and I'm just uh, going to take a chance. It's uh, an improver. So around the nearly double-figure mark, happy to be with it. Uh, from uh, look, Mama Reagan's going quite well at the moment, but it hasn't won for three years, so not a horse I'm going to go and uh, charge into to put the house on. Uh, a couple other chances that we're, again I'll cover off when I get the quaddy. But did you have a did you have anything you liked here? Look, uh, not not the most inspiring race for me. Uh, pretty tricky affair, hence the market uh, it's providing plenty of value. Uh, I've stuck with Iris Angel. Um, thought. Didn't have the best of luck last start and still stuck on okay. Uh, less than two lengths behind Perina away. Uh, resuming, um, again, wasn't wasn't the best uh, run, but didn't have a lot of luck in both of those runs. I think here it can sit a little bit closer from the three gate, um, just behind the pace and uh, can present at the right time um, and give us a sight. We're finishing the day with another 78 over the 1,400 metres. Uh, how are you going to take us home? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Simba. Um, it was really, really, really good win. Uh, tried, tried well enough um, and then come out and uh, absolutely brained them in doom and could have won by further. A uh, bit, bit of extra weight here, um, but I think this is a horse that uh, might have a bit of ability and was racing in Group 1 level before it went out last, uh, last prep. So come back here, looks better than ever and sets up very nicely for this. Yep, absolutely. Only danger, Jojo was a man who should probably be undefeated this prep. Nice win last time. Uh, they're the two, uh, two and a half if you want to throw Favela in if the track's playing that way, but Sinbar on top. Uh, and we'll do the 
Cordy for progroupracing.com.au. Of course, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, and much more going on there. Very tricky Cordy day. We'll kick off with one Bethancourt, six Francesco Guardi, seven Borna King, nine Solar Apex, 15 Flexible. Should it be there? Second leg, one Tamahir, three looks like Elvis, eight Oscar Zulu, nine True Detective, 12, Maria Mia, and 16, La Gay Soleil, 17, Battleton. Third leg, one, Mamoragan, six, Conscript, eight, Irish Angel, 12, Miss Dior, and come home with four, Jojo was a man, and eight, Sinbar. For progetracing.com.au, your best in value at Ramwick Beaver. Yeah, my best comes up in race 10, number eight, Sinbar. I think it'll be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race five, number two, Flexible. Yep, Sinbar's one of only two hopes. Jojo's just uh, tugged me away from declaring it the best. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go outside the box instead. I think one of those two will definitely win the last. But uh, I'm going to go Conscript as my best of the day. In, the, in race nine, and make my value rifles in the midway. We'll go out in a limb. Shoot for some glory here, uh, having fallen so far behind the king in the north on his throne up there. We'll see if I can catch up. The we, Before we get to Eagle Farm, though, we will get to Caulfield, where it is a soft track at the moment. A bit of rain tomorrow, clearing Saturday. Uh, with the rail in the, ni- in the rail in the true, it should play pretty much like Caulfield does. Uh, on pace early and hopefully by and large fair. Story of the day is there's a few uh, lightly raced horses coming to town for the first time in some of these, which is very interesting to get your opinion on Beaver, but we kick off with quite a few of them actually in uh, the 1,200 metres to start the day. Interesting little field. What have you done to start us yeah, off? Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? It's one of the probably most interesting races on the day with... Uh the, the top three in the market here, unusual culture, uh, the New Zealander that's been racing in group company there and, and acquitting itself very well. Um, uh, Favourite, and I've got it on top, I think it can run well um, over in the Ma Houston stable um, and Meacher board. I do have it slightly on top here. You've got She's All Class resuming, um, again in the Ma Houston stable, uh, expect it to run well. Just not sure where it's at. Came back uh, from group races in the in the two-year-old events, um, and then it was turned out after one start, um, didn't run well, uh, and then it's back here. So I'd expect it to probably um, be around the mark, but probably Chain of Lightning is one of the mm. the most interesting race uh, horses on the day, uh, having one two from two at Inverell and then Armadale, and now in the Moody Stable. So. Really, really got a keen eye on watching it because I suspect it might have a little bit of ability, uh, but un- unusual culture on top for me. Same. Uh, trials are great coming over from the group stuff in New Zealand, and I had a, a big watch on Chain of Lightning. Uh, we've seen it with uh, horses like In Good Health. Once they, the, the Ramsey colours have a bit of a s- suspicion they might have some talent, they get them straight to Peter Moody, it looks like now, so interested to watch out, and Swerving, they're talking up as a potential guineas horse, so uh, we'll see how she's come back as well uh, but good race, like I said, one of the most interesting on the card 
Race two is the 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds, where I think they're going to have to be good to beat uh, Gennady. It was a sensational debut. Uh, sets up... Oh, no issues here setting up from a gate where it can follow along the fence again. Uh, and I think it's going to be very hard to beat again. But uh, She Dance was a nice a nice debut at Sandown, showed a bit of pace. And even Panache coming down from Newcastle at, at a big price might be one for the exotics. But uh, I think uh, Gennady's going to be very hard to beat here, Beaver. Yeah, can't add much more to that. I think you're right. Um, looks like it is packed with potential. Uh, outstanding first up win. Obviously, is going round a bend here, um, not down the straight, but uh, it had high cruising speed. And gate three here looks like it is well drawn, and Snowden is a master with these types of horses. Race three is an 1100 metre benchmark, 84 for the girls. This race looks like a, a trap, so I think I'll probably stay out. They always tend to take turns in these sort of races. Did you like anything? Uh, I wasn't overly keen on it. No, I didn't. I thought there was better, better, better betting races on the card than this. Um, if I did have to have a bet, I'd go Duchess of Dorset. Um, I thought it resumed quite well. Uh, it was well backed. Um, I think it'll take a lot of improvement for that. And it might just sit behind the pace here. And uh, if it gets the run at the right time, hard to beat. Race for the 2,000 metres. Uh I'm going to give. Uh, well, I'm not going to give it a chance. I'm going to. I'm going to back it. I think Daguilar. If you look at last week, it's on the quick backup. Should it run here? If you look at last week, it copped a bump halfway up the straight and then sort of spat the dummy a little bit and sort of wobbled up the straight and didn't necessarily hit the line as well as it has in the past. Also, might just be looking for the further distance. So I think the quick backup shows intent. I think it's come through it okay and straight to two thousand meters, not messing around. I like so at the potentially each way price at the moment it looks like a bet for me uh but there's some other chances here uh I've, I've had enough of grand slam but we know it can win and acceleration was a lovely win last time but uh i'm, I'm going to be chiming back in with dagula what are you thinking yeah dagula was um those two horses cleared out to last start mm. um uh, chivala and uh Vizanari, wasn't it uh yeah uh, yeah they, they cleared right out from the rest of the field there. So, it wasn't knocked um, around. It, was, it wasn't. And uh, drops back a few kilos here into um, uh, uh, probably a, a easier race uh, by the looks of it. Uh, but I've stuck with acceleration. Um, I tipped it last start and loved the way it won. Uh, beat Borna King, who's who come out and franked that form in Sydney. So I think that's pretty good form. Obviously, um, that was at Flemington. It came from last there. So uh, Caulfield's a little bit, little bit different affair, but out to the 2000 here um, and can run on and uh, get, get a track into the race. Can be hard to beat. Race five is the mile benchmark 78. Keen on uh, Chief Altney going quite well this prep. Chased uh, chased very well against Visionario we just spoke about, who that form's been, been franked last week and this sets up a couple of kilos off for those that are worrying about the weight but certainly and he comes out uh what four kilos over the limit here with the claim a three and a half so not worried about any that sort of stuff in this race i think it turns up here in a very winnable race and i might just have something on at a big price on another french horse 
Blue Cup, who sort of bobs up here. I've seen its jump outs, and it looks to be a reasonable mover and just might bob up at a price first up at a mile uh, in a race with a little bit of a tail, I think. Uh, if Flexible comes down here, we've spoken about it in Sydney, coming down here might uh, set up pretty well as well. Uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I'll certainly be having a look at Flexible if it comes down here, but I've got uh, Chief Altony clearly on top here. I think it's a really nice bet in this race. Um, form this time in has been outstanding, um, chased really hard uh, and gave Vizinari a start last start and uh, at one stage it looked like it was going to go past it, but Vizinari fought on quite well and then prior to that killed him at, killed him at Sandown. Um, I think it, a bit bit more fitness under its belt after the, that run over 1600 sets it up nicely here. Gate five's perfect and the two kilo claim uh, is perfect as well. Beauty. Quaddy kicks off with a three-year-old over the 1,000 metres. One of the ones we sort of mentioned earlier. Uh, inundations coming here off a synthetic and a, and a packet of win. The starting short in town. Uh, do you have an opinion of it or have you gone elsewhere? Oh, look, I think it's got a bit of ability, but I've gone elsewhere. I've gone for Squid Game. Yeah. Um, it, it got right out the back last start at Flemington and flew home behind Lincoln up on passive-aggressive. We know how good a horse it is. Um so I think there'll be plenty of pace on here. I think Starry Legend and Inundation might go quite hard. Gate five, I don't think Squid Game will get as far out of its ground as it did at Flemington. And um, it's got a it's got a really powerful finishing burst. And if you go back last preparation, it ran against uh, a length behind Clemenceau, uh, beat Ngawa. Uh, yeah, I think it's got a little bit of ability, this horse. Second uh, in that squid game, in that passive-aggressive race was obviously Dragonstone as well who came out and brained them in Sydney. So I agree. I've got it on top. Uh, and then a claim to get it down close to 51 kilos. So uh, it looks like it fits in quite nicely here. Uh, I had called for second who mapped inside, got a little bit lost up the straight last time. And interested to see inundation. It might just be a nice horse as well, and we're underrating it. But at the prices as they stand at the moment, uh, that's the way. Yeah, we've both lined them up. Race seven is a twelve hundred meter benchmark eighty four. Tricky race here. I've ended up with Blazer Trail on top, where it uh, finished. Uh, had some nice fight in a in a bunched finish, which doesn't necessarily leave a great deal of. Uh, you know, confidence coming here, but I couldn't necessarily find anything to beat it. So uh, I thought it was a nice resumption and hopefully can continue with Jai McNeil sticking. What have you, who have you found here? Yeah, I've landed on the general. Um, really, it's an ultra consistent horse. And if I just flick through its form, um, last start it finished a couple of lengths behind Hickok. It carries 62 and a half kilos. It's got 55 with a three kilo claim here. So it drops 10 kilos. Now that's a huge weight pull. Um, it goes up and sits on pace. And then prior to that, uh, led and was only uh, just nutted on the line at Warrnambool by Ashford Street, carrying 58 and a half. So it gets a, a really nice weight pull here, uh, carrying 52. Um, I think it sets up nicely in this race. Gate nine will come across. It'll probably take up the pace here, I would have thought, and might just be hard to run past. Beauty, race eight, 1,400 metres. Uh, I've just flicked over the market, and the market is all a bit mad to me here. Um, two easy bets. I'm backing Jimmy the Bear again, who what did win last time and beat, well, 
all this field. I can't understand why Cardinal Gems three dollars and it's twelve. Uh, I know it had a bit of unluckiness, but it wasn't that unlucky. Uh, and I also don't understand why Aaron Bay. I know it was very brave. Aaron Bay is half the price as well. I think Aaron Bay will run very well in Caulfield. Will suit it. But uh, twelve dollars. Happy to back Jimmy, and also happy to back Daytona Bay, who I figured would have been much tighter in the market. Uh, comes here, Blake McDougall, two from two, and fits well. I might even have something on Bold Hoi Ho again at the twenties too. Who was uh, who? Could, I'm just forgiving a bit last time, but good betting race for me at least. Uh, what have you made of it? Yeah, I think it is a good betting race too, and I've gone for Philadelphia Storm. Uh, John McNeil aboard Maroney. First up was good, and I'm I'm taking a, a line through the uh, passive aggressive yep. race. I think um, it's a quality horse, and these horses have only a couple of lengths off it. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping that uh, form stacks up, and I think it can run well again here. Uh, you're going to get somewhere between the eight ten dollars. Absolutely, oh, nice uh, nice chance to, to back a couple at a price. We we'll finish the day of the fourteen hundred meter eighty four. Uh, where I, I mentioned last week, but I'm going to have Bams on fire until it's $15. It was a nice resumption last week, uh, last month, I should say, up the straight. Around the Ben Suits, it spent some time over running around in the group stuff in Perth. It's I think it's come back in okay order. Uh, Josh Richards is fine for it. And in a, essentially a midweek race, I'm happy to have the bet at, at uh, 15 bucks. So on top for me and... Uh, that's all I really want to say. Who have you found here? Yeah, I, I narrowed it down to two. I'm going to stick with the import on top here. He's our Bonneville. Um, just thought this was a pretty open affair here. It's got uh, some decent form in GB uh, in and around this distance. Um, it's in a good stable. I like the Bustard and Young stable and uh, knew it can pull the right reins here. So I think it's got uh, enough upside here to win this. And the resuming Mayfair Spirit, I think it's another knockout chance. It's got a really good uh, winning strike rate and um, it's got some Sydney form. So I'm expecting it can run well first up here over the 1400. So I'll probably play both of those two in the last. Lovely. Uh, do you want to give us the Caulfield Quaddy for Saturday? The Caulfield Quaddy for Saturday. I can do that for you, Dougie. I'm going to go number two, number four. Oh, sorry, number two, Cooled in the first leg, number four, Squid Game, and number seven, Inundation. In the third leg, I'm going to go number one, Curran, number three, Blazer Trail, number five, Zoltan, and number 11, The General. In the third leg, I'm going to go number one, Jimmy the Bear, number four, Daytona Bay, number three, Aaron Bay, and number five, Philadelphia Storm. And to finish the day, I'm going to go number one, Bams on Fire, number eight, Sir Positano, number nine, Mayfair Spirit, and number 11, he's our Bonneval. Very good. For progroupracing.com.au, I'm going to make Gennady my best of the day in the two-year-old race, and I'll make my value the last. Bam's on fire around the $15 mark. Uh, what have you done? Yeah, I'm going to go my best bet of the day. Race five, number one, Chief Altony. 
And my value bet of the day is going to be race seven, number 11, the general. Lovely. Uh, we've got the group one at Tats Tiara to wrap up the winter racing carnival at Eagle Farm. Uh, have you had a look at this for the girls? Mate, I've had a look at the uh, the races at Eagle Farm, so I'll just sort of start going to go the through the whole card. Um, okay, no worries. No, no, just, I'm just going to rip through the ones I yeah. like. I think race two, number 10, Uncommon James, resuming here, will win, uh, load up. Uh, I think race three, number one, Alan Tree gets a chance to break through. Should have probably... Good enough run to win last start. Backing up here should win. Um, if I then skip forward to um, my value bets on the day, race seven, number 13, resistible, about the $10 mark. I think it can be hard to beat. It's one, one from one. Um, and then the Tattersall's Tiara. Um, I'm sticking with Ana Vista resuming here. Uh, about the $5 mark. Uh, flies well. Uh, first up, won three out of its four and placed in the other, ran second. Um, everything here sets up. It'll jump, it'll run. Um, and I think uh, everything is pointing for it to uh, be super hard to beat. Its form last preparation was outstanding in the group races in Sydney. And I think it's it's going to be super hard to beat. Snap Dance is drawn in 21. I think that sets a big task there. Away game is also drawn off the track. Um, that makes it really tough here. So I think the fact is that Ana Vista is drawn well enough um, that, that puts it on top here against some of its main dangers. Yeah, I love Snap Dancer here. I think it'll win. Um, pretty keen. It can roll, j- jump straight across. It'll find an it'll find a spot there. Ethan Brown uh, rode it fantastically at Morfittville. I think that's the right form. Uh, yeah, another jockey on Ana Vista might have been keener. Let's just I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that was my bit, bit I was nervous about. Yeah. But I thought if um, from gate 11, if we just... I want to see some intent. And... Yeah, she'd, she'd need to say show, show, yeah. show some intent here because it's not a great... It doesn't look to be a lot of pace. I going to say, there's not a great deal of speed really, is there? No, and that's what I thought, Ana Vista. Snap Dance is going to have to come across and... Yeah, um, might be stuck outside lead. Sh- shout the bar yeah. might be buried back behind. It's not... Yeah, shout the bar... Yeah, it has a job to do to barry through under there. Uh, so, yeah, I think they, they probably set up one, two, three and uh, should give you a nice side, actually. So, no, good call. Yeah. Anything to finish the day? And, and to finish the day, uh, the resuming King of Sparta. I think he can run well fresh. Um, I like this horse. I think it's going can can probably be super hard to beat. Lovely. Uh, you are on fire from your throne there, the King in the North. Uh Burning up Queensland. Uh, I don't think you've had a... I can't remember the last time you had a losing weekend up there, actually, to be honest. Uh, no. At all. That's, and that's not even me being full of crap. That's actually a... <laughs> that's just, genuine. It's just anyway. the way it is, mate. It's uh, just the way it is. What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> uh, I do love your work, King, so keep it up. Uh, good punting this weekend. Good punting to the punters. Uh, you got a tip for Origin? Oh, mate, it's 50-50. Um, you know... Uh, it's probably the Blues. I think, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the, the league w- would want to see it go to a third game. So um, on the back of that, maybe the Blues might uh, get get a little bit of the edge and uh, hopefully get up. I thought Queensland uh, would win game two. So now they've won game one. And now New South Wales have actually picked the right team. Uh, it, I th- 
have been ta- I was talked out of Queensland last week and have been talked into New South Wales this week, so I'll be wrong on both accounts, I'm sure. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, good luck, well, good luck to both teams, I suppose. Good luck to punters. Uh, good punning. We'll see you all uh, Tuesday night to talk midweek racing. Until then, take care, guys, and we'll catch you soon.